to Red Shed Brew House with Nikki. This is episode number two of our new podcast. I just want to welcome everyone who is listening today. We're going to talk about ways to brew coffee. I am no coffee expert by any means whatsoever. I really just started drinking coffee recently. Um, I had the idea to start a coffee shop in um, Cold Spring, Texas, but first I wanted to kind of start getting my feet wet in the business with an online coffee business um, and doing some events up there that they call trade days where they are around the courthouse square and there's a bunch of different vendors, people selling all kinds of things. And I was selling my coffee and my tea and different coffee items. And some, I also redo furniture and um, pick up things from resale shops to restore and refresh for home furnishings. And I kind of stuck with a coffee theme, except for the big pieces of furniture, obviously. Um, Although, wouldn't put it past me to upholster a chair with some coffee type of material if I ever found some. But anyways, I didn't particularly care for coffee because... Frankly, I didn't like the coffee that was at grocery stores or things like that. Once I tasted um, a local roaster's coffee, um, the the smoothness was amazing. Um, I didn't get that bitterness that you know you get with a lot of other coffees. It was fresh, and the choices of different flavors and different roasts and everything were just phenomenal. So that was what I was looking for. I just wanted away from that. Typical, I don't want to like throw out brand names there, but you know, the typical coffee that's been around forever and ever, just not my favorite. So anyways, now I drink coffee quite often. Obviously, I make different um, blends of coffee with, I get from a roaster out of Tyler, Texas. Um, I hope to one day be roasting my own coffee. We've, We've given it a shot a few times. We'll see how it goes. But today we're going to talk about ways to brew coffee. Again, not an expert. So basically you start off with your measurements because you want to have the right amount of coffee for you. So when you start drinking coffee or if you've decided to venture into the craft coffee and kind of away from that grocery store coffee, you want to get a feel for what you want. So you need to start out with two tablespoons per six ounces of water. Now, you may find that that's too strong, you may find that's too weak, and you can up that, down that, whatever you want to do to get your perfect cup of coffee. But I always suggest starting with a per cup with your flavors, coffees, and thing, you know, anything new you're trying. Start out with one single cup so that you can find out how you like it. So again, it's two tablespoons per six ounces of water. And if you want to get super technical, you can weigh the coffee, and that would be 10.6 grams. Um, I do sell my coffee by weight, like every coffee person does. Um, But I do like to measure my coffee, too, just to kind of, um, just to get a good feel for it. And, you know, some coffee is heavier and lighter than others, so volume-wise, it may... 10.6 grams may take up more than two tablespoons or less. So there's always that. So basically that translates to, so if you're brewing in a big coffee pot, that's going to translate to 16 tablespoons for eight cups. 
or 85 grams, or basically one cup of grounds for eight cups of water. So use cold, preferably filtered water. Now I have very high chlorine content in my water here in um, outside of Houston. I'm in Deer Park, Texas, and the chlorine content is always very high. So I usually let my water sit um, to just kind of let that chlorine evaporate. Chlorine will evaporate quickly from water, so I will usually fill up a measuring cup with water in the morning, and then I'll do all my morning chores, getting all the animals fed, and that kind of thing. And so it'll sit there a good 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes, depending on what all I have to do before I brew my coffee, and that really lets that chlorine dissipate. Other than that, our coffee is, I mean, our water is great, so I don't filter it, but that's entirely up to you and what you want to do. Um, there are experts that think that you're, you should put a little baking soda in your water and that type of thing. You can Google information for that. If you're looking for that perfect, perfect cup and you want to find all that out, just Google. There's tons of information out there. I think there's even a water company that sells water specifically for brewing coffee. I cannot remember the name of it, but I remember running across it at some point in time. Google is everybody's friend. So make sure your water is cold. Colder the better. You don't want to start with like warm tap water because gross. I mean, that's just gross. I wouldn't <laughs> drink warm tap water. I'm not going to use it to start my anything. So after that, you know, you just brew how whatever your favorite choice is in your brewing methods. I do several different things. Um, I'm just going to kind of list off some of them. There's percolated coffee, slow drip, or pour over coffee, siphon, or a vacuum coffee, a French pressed, auto drip, single brewers, cold brewing, and single bag coffees. And then I recently discovered um, Turkish coffee. I have never done it myself, but I did purchase a little Turkish coffee pot for my son-in-law for his birthday, and he loves it. It sounds extremely complicated to me and a little bit scary, and I watched a YouTube video of them making Turkish coffee in like this huge pit of hot sand. It was crazy. I would love to try it one day, but I'm also very like accident prone, so I feel like that's just a disaster waiting to happen. But I still want to try it because it's super intriguing to me. It looks really neat. So we'll go back to the safe and sound methods. And we'll start with my very favorite, which is a French press. So with a French press, you're going to want a medium grind coffee. You don't want it too coarse and you don't want it too, too small. If it's coarse, um, you're not going to get the best flavor. When, the, when it soaks in the water, and if it's super fine, it's going to come through your little mesh filter press. When you're buying a French press, you should look for one that has very, very fine mesh in the filters, and usually two or three. The one I have, I believe, has two. And if you're interested in any of these, you know, any of the stuff that I personally use, you can go on my Facebook page, and I have um, my affiliate links posted up there. I even have like a group that has my affiliate links and I post some of them on my webpage also at www.redshedbrewhouse.com. 
So if you would like to see what I use, that's where you can find that information. So French press is my, is my favorite. So you measure out the coffee that you want per the water that you need. And then you just place your coffee in into the French press and fill it, fill it with the water and then just give it a little stir. And this is like, this, this will be your almost boiling water, like not, not boiling and then obviously not room temperature. And you'll just place it in there, give it a little stir and then place the plunger in, but let it sit right above the coffee and the water like floating on top and then you're gonna let it sit three to four minutes you can go five or six I wouldn't go too much longer you don't want to pull that that acid bitteriness out of the coffee you just want to get the flavor so that's like a that's a fine line so as you get better at brewing coffee you can extend your time until you find that perfect perfect time that you want I it's recommended that you do three to four. I actually do about five minutes because that is my perfect coffee. But again, test it out. Get yourself um, familiar with your coffee until you find what you like. And then you press slowly down on the plunger, very slowly with some force. Make sure you're on a flat surface. It's not wet and slippery and all that kind of stuff. Hold on to the French press as you push down. And it's not hard. I just don't want you breaking your French press and making a mess. And just slowly push down on your plunger until it's all the way at the bottom. And then you will have grounds at the bottom and your wonderful coffee on the top. And then you just pour and go. And then alternatively, with the French press, you can do a cold brew. Cold brew coffee is amazing. It hardly ever has that acidity see if I could get that out, that co that hot coffee has. Um, and the flavor is always just more intense and it actually makes a concentrate coffee so that you can just use a little bit of it. Um, so you can make up, you know, in that same French press where you only got maybe three cups or four cups out of it, you're going to get six or eight cups out of it. So it's wonderful. And you can keep it in the refrigerator for like a week. Some people do way longer. I think, well, I never got past a week. So I'm not even going to tell you that. I don't know that it lasts longer than that because I don't get past it. So you do follow the same process, except that um, after you put the coffee in and the water in, you're going to you're going to put in you're going to give it a stir and you're not going to put your plunger in. I just put my my plunger comes out of the top of my coffee so you can wash everything. And I just put the top on the carafe and I put it in the refrigerator and let it sit overnight. Now, if you're doing a cold brin, cold brew you can also do a coarser grind you again you don't want like a super coarse grind or a super fine grind but you could do a little bit coarser of a grind so that you have more surface area for the water to sit sit through the coffee and pull the flavor out so in the morning you just get up and take your take the lid off put the plunger part back in and do the same thing push down on the plunger slowly until your coffee is there now from this point I take the coffee and I pour it into like a mason jar or something to store back in the refrigerator and then clean up my french press and do all that stuff and then you take with your cold brew you take two ounces of coffee so it's a two to one ratio so I usually do two ounces of coffee 
with four ounces of water because I drink my coffee black. But you can use cream or milk or whatever, whatever you want to do. And then you just add some ice and you're good to go. And it's even better if you use leftover coffee to make your ice cubes so then when your ice melts, it doesn't water down your coffee even more. It just makes more coffee. Pro tip. So after that, my next favorite, I guess, would be, or, you know, the one I use more often is a percolator. We actually found some old percolators um, in a house that we had purchased from the 70s. And I love percolated coffee because it just brings back all those memories from childhood and stuff because... Yes, I'm old enough to remember when, you know, the coffee made coffee makers came out a million years ago and automatic drip became all the rage. Before that, we all just percolated our coffee and it was awesome. So anyways, that is my next favorite way and the way that I like to brew coffee when I have a large group. I have a couple of large percolators that I purchased um, recently because the old ones are, you know, a little sketchy as far as electricity goes and stuff. So I bought new ones. But um, it's, the same, it's the, the same process. You fill it up with water. You use a medium grind. You can use a little bit of a finer grind if you want, but I prefer a nice medium grind. Fill that up with water, you know, to the mark. They're usually marked on the inside with how, you know, how many cups, and then you put that much coffee in, plug it in, let it go. A light usually comes on or goes off or something to let you know that it's done. I love percolated coffee. There are some people who think that it tastes burnt. I don't. I think it tastes perfect. It's it's a perfect cup of hot coffee. Uh, again, I drink my coffee black with a little sugar, so I just take a tiny little bit of sugar and I'm good to go. And when you're making up huge amounts of coffee, like, you know, 40, 50 cups, it doesn't... Um, there's no change of flavor, so every cup is great all the way down to the last last drop. And if you've got a big party coming up and you know everybody's going to be drinking coffee, it's a great way to make massive amounts of coffee. Highly recommend that. Then there's always the plain old auto drip. You know, the coffee make coffee makers. They're everywhere, widely available. I am not a fan of them. I don't like auto drip coffee makers. I don't like that... You know, a lot of them, you, they don't turn off automatically, so they're just on all the time. They get left on, coffee gets burnt in the bottom. It's a fire hazard. The carafts can break easily. I, I just simply am not a fan of them. But they're everywhere. Everybody uses them. I think the coffee tastes burnt after a while because it is sitting there getting, you know, constantly warm, warmed from the bottom just like a stove would warm something so to me it's just cooking the coffee I'm just not a fan of them they're just not my thing everybody uses them they're available everywhere you do the same thing everybody knows how to make coffee in an automatic drip coffee maker so I'm not going to get into the details we're moving on single cup brewers not a fan of the infamous K I don't know if that's throwing a brand out there cup but I'm doing it because I don't know what else to call them not a fan of those because of the waste. If you do get like a, you know, a, one that you can refill yourself, that's great. You put your two tablespoons in there. It cuts down a lot on the waste. But again, um, you can't clean inside those very well. So 
you get a lot of buildup and deposits and I know they make cleaners you can run through them you can run vinegar through them um, vinegar is a great way to clean any of your coffee pots by the way it, it works wonderful but you can't see inside of them. I have a thing about that. <laughs> so I'm just not a fan of them. But mostly because of the waste. I just don't like the waste. I think it's just a, a big, gigantic waste. And I have owned a few. Gotten rid of a few. Just not a fan. Um, instead, we make single coffee bags. So it's basically like a tea bag. I put two tablespoons of coffee in each bag. Heat seal them. Um, you drop them in your cup, you pour your six ounces of water over, you let them sit three to four minutes, pull your bag out, and your coffee's ready to go. This is great for traveling, camping, um, in place of, of your single cup brewer. If you like a lot of variety of coffee, you don't like to have, you know, the same coffee all the time. So that was my, my uh, plan to come up with those, although several coffee makers have come up with them at the same time. I think we all have the same bright idea, but we do sell those. I sell them in packs of 12. I'm really trying to figure out how to make it more cost effective so that, are, so that I can sell larger packages of them. But I, I love doing my coffee that way, especially when I'm traveling because I can just throw a few in my bag and then I don't have to drink that coffee at the hotel room. Ugh, yuck. And I just have this. I can brew my water. Throw my little coffee bag in my cup and I'm good to go for the morning. And then I feel like I'm forgetting away. Oh, I know what I'm thinking. So my, my standard every day, all the time, use it every day, 300 times a day, coffee and tea. I have a little Black & Decker single cup brewer. It is not a single serve like the little cup ones. This one has a filter basket and a filter bag, just like an auto drip. And then you pour in your pre-measured water. So whatever size cup you're using, you would fill that with water. And then you pour that in the reservoir. And then put your coffee or your tea or whatever in the basket. And close the lid, press start. And that water cycles through into your cup. Automatically drips through your coffee or tea or whatever and shuts off big brownie points for me shuts off doesn't stay on i love it because you can pick the, diff the different size cups so i have like a mug ob obsession we'll talk about that in a future podcast i don't even know how many mugs i have it's insane um i love mugs big ones small ones sometimes i'm in the mood for like a small tiny heavy one sometimes i'm in the mood for a big light one they all say different funny things on them. Sometimes they're just pretty. So I have all that going on. So this that's, makes this kind of coffee brewer perfect for me. I pick my mug. I fill it up with water. I pour it in the reservoir. Coffee brews through. Amazing. As they get older, sometimes you'll want to take and, and definitely run that vinegar Thing through because they do start I guess they get hotter so they evaporate more water so the amount of water you put in compared to what actually comes out gets to be a little less so running the vinegar just running some vinegar through there and then a couple of cycles of just plain water usually fixes that right up um, I did completely have one go out on me but it was 
I don't even know how old. It was old, and it finally went out, so now I have a couple of new ones. But I love them, highly recommend them. Again, they're going to be on my website, the affiliate links, um, www.redshedbrewhouse.com, or on my Facebook page, at Redshed Brewhouse. So, that was about it. Oh, we didn't talk about siphoning and vacuum coffee. I would love to learn how to siphon or vacuum coffee. But, it seems extremely complicated to me. Like, I went and pulled up a website called SeriousEats.com. Call them out because I'm going to be using information from their website. So the whole process has, let me scroll down here, 11 steps. 11 steps. You got like two carafts. You got to have temperature controls. You got to like watch the bubbles. You got to have a burner, like a Bunsen burner or something. And we I just mentioned earlier, I'm accident prone. Seems very scary. But it's so cool. They're, they're so cool. They look so cool. If you don't know what one is, Google it. Siphon or vacuum brew coffee. It looks... They're, they're so cool. I want all of them. But I don't know that I will ever actually brew coffee that way. Because it's so complicated. And I'm just like, easy peasy. Hit the door and let's go. But maybe one day. Maybe one day. I do want our coffee shop to be a sit and relax, not a grab your coffee and run place. So maybe I'll get a few of the brewers and that'll make people sit down for a while and watch coffee brew, right? <laughs> we do plan on having lots of slow drips available. That way people will sit and enjoy their coffee instead of rushing out the door. That's my plan anyways. So that's it. That's all I wanted to do is jump on here and make episode two, kind of mention some ways to brew coffee. Like I said, not an expert. Threw it out there. I'm sure I could have uh, could have done better. Lots of ums, ums, and me like scrounging from my notes in the background. But one day I'll be on top of my game and these podcasts will just roll off my tongue. But until then, I'm just throwing information out there. Again, leave comments. Send me comments. If you want to be on, be interviewed, send me a comment. I'll, I'll get back with you. We'll get that rolling. I want this podcast to be a community, just like I want the coffee shop to be a community. I want everyone to be involved. I want to hear your two cents of the world. No politics. But the rest of it, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about the greatness in your life. I want to hear about the awesome kick-ass stuff you did. I want to hear about your business and how it's rocking and rolling. So shoot me a message. Send me a comment. Let me know. Until then, I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Take time to enjoy the little things in your life and the blessings that they are. The big gigantic things and the blessings that they are. And just remember, if you're having a rough day, a bad day, shit keeps happening, you're tired of this crap, it's just bringing you down. Just remember, it'll be the past tomorrow and the past doesn't matter. It's over, it's done, move on, and start the next day ready to be happy. This is Nikki with Red Shed Brewhouse. Have a great day.